Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Gone Trippin' Podcast, of course. Your favorite the one and only. Travel podcast. Yeah, the only travel your podcast, favorite podcast you should be listening to, yeah. so for sure. Yeah, you guys yes. better not be cheating on us. Yeah, for reals, right? <laughs> um, you can cheat with us, but right. not on us. Right. <laughs> you can bring us into the conversation. Yes. <laughs> well, no, welcome to episode 33. Yeah, it's Got a good an one. exciting guest today, mm-hmm. Jake Frame from U.S. Yeah. Balloons. This one uh, really raises the bar. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was a good one. Yes. Yeah, hot air balloons, U.S. hot air balloons, uh, awesome guest. Yeah. Uh, talk about their uh, hot air balloons they are not a team they're not a team um, and uh they're very much uh they do hot air balloon rides uh, all over pennsylvania basically uh, yeah. central southeast pennsylvania um and very uh, impressive very very fun interview got mm-hmm. to learn a lot of cool things about uh hot air balloons so check yeah. out the episode including some civil war stuff oh yeah that that's true about it. so yeah, I forgot about um, that. yeah check in on that and speaking of being outdoors and doing crazy yeah. stuff. So before we get going, we want to talk about our sponsor. Today's episode, we have a new sponsor on the episode, uh, The Ninth Project. Uh, they do yeah. they do all st- sorts of different outerwear. Uh, they're a uh, clothing company mm-hmm. um, that uh, encourages outdoor and travel. Uh, they uh, We've teamed up with them. And, Absolutely. Uh, so they're offering 15% off. Whoa. To our listeners, Whoa. all they have to do is go pick out your favorite items, uh, and at checkout enter "Gone Trippin' Podcast" all one word, and uh, you'll save fifteen percent on your order. And uh, that's fifteen percent off of some very reasonably priced things. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, and there, there's there's cool, cool stuff, and they're they're continually growing their line mm-hmm. of clothes. Uh, currently, right now, though, if you're from the state of Colorado, they have a really cool Colorado state-themed oh, shirt. Nice. Um, not Colorado State, as in the college, but the state right. of Colorado. You know, the iconic Colorado C mm. that's on their flag. Yes, sure. <clears throat> so definitely check Good it out C. if you're from Colorado. But or also, if not. yeah, if you're not and you just love Colorado, <laughs> check out that shirt. But check out the Ninth Project um, and see what they're about. Um, really uh, uh, get out there and, and explore right. and explore looking good, feeling good yeah and um gives you a really good project so yeah yeah. and uh like i said not that big price tag that you usually get with like north face and like all that other stuff like it's not going to be a 60 dollar jacket oh no for (laughs) sure well and speaking of of north face uh, a few years back there was a kid in st louis young entrepreneur came out with south butt (laughs) clothing company interesting oh yeah he did really good he actually got into like walgreens yeah they uh, tried to sue him eventually didn't yeah they they did and i think he made out like a bandit though yeah i think they're like well you can't you can't can't, uh, you're not going to direction yeah and so they're like part of the body so (laughs) so yeah but anyway yeah little trivia there so ninth project or um south butt yeah exactly either other (laughs) you know we don't care yes (laughs) so check out again last last call ninth project.com and that's spelled out n-i-n-t-h project.com 15 percent off using the gone tripping podcast code enjoy your episode i am gone tripping all right here we are welcome one and all yeah gone tripping podcast yeah. Got an exciting episode here today with yeah. uh, with our guest. Yes. Go ahead and introduce him. Jake Frame. He's the general manager at the U.S. Hot Air Balloon Team. 
Yes, and not to be confused with they are not Olympic team. Yeah. I was really excited at first, thinking like, "Wow, this is an Olympic, Olympic event." Yeah, um, I was like, "Finally, the Olympic <laughs> committee got it, yes. got it right and allowed you know hot air balloon." Yeah, right. Racing. Exactly. That's about time uh, the race around the world. You <laughs> yeah, know, in that would be really 180 days. That would actually make so much <laughs> sense a, for the Olympics. Isn't that a movie with Jackie Chan? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it's world. actually a movie like every 20 years. Every 20 you know, years, somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're coming up on a new one soon. E- exactly. <laughs> so they are a team of uh, balloonists. Is that yeah. the correct term? Is a balloonist? Balloonist pilots, whatever. Awesome. Very oh, cool. Pilot, yeah. Pilot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're you're yeah. manning the the station there, um, right? And actually, on that, I have a an important question. But yes, we got to make sure we get to our drink. Yeah, I have a pretty important question too. So let's do our drink of the day. Bam, bam, bam. All right. So our drink of the day today is everybody's favorite time. Yes, show. it's my favorite time. What's <laughs> my whistle? Um, for about ten minutes, and then it's gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, slow down. But yeah, so today we have red ribbon uh, soda, and it's a Pennsylvania punch, non carbonated. So this is not a soda, actually. Yes. Um, this is going to probably be like a grape juice. I'm guessing it's got a lot of grapes on it, um, which grapes do go grow well. And this isn't like wine, right? We're not like uh, getting tricked here. Yeah, no, my wife double we do, checked for we me. We do not uh, <laughs> support uh, drinking and driving here yes. on the Gun Tripping Podcast. No, we do not. Even no, we do uh, not. even in a hot air balloon. Yes. <laughs> I assume that's not allowed, right, Jake? Uh, it depends. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> Champagne is a tradition in ballooning. So yeah. Oh, that's true. At the end, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. I, I did a little research. <laughs> well, I was gonna say there's no police in the air, are there? That's I true. Mean, unless you're driving like Virginia, I've driven to Virginia. It says this is air patrolled. True. This true. Part true. Of the highway, I don't know so. if they're looking up though. Yeah. You know, you true. trick them. <laughs> yeah. Under the radar. What, what happens? The, over the, the balloon's radar. going like this. Like, oh, I gotta pull them over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. swaying. <laughs> yeah. So right. it'd uh, be a slow air pursuit. <laughs> exactly right. So this is another one with uh, pure cane sugar. Um, you know, the thing that I think is interesting is, you know, all these bottled drinks that we find um, right around the 1920s. Um, and I, I, we were talking about this the other day. I think it's Prohibition, uh, you know, with Karen Dibus. Uh, oh, yeah. She talked about how potato chips were big during Prohibition. Mm-hmm. I think that's when all the bottled sodas started coming out. Um, sure, yeah. This one's 1904, so it's a little, little yeah. sooner, but it's not a soda, so I don't know. Yeah, and it definitely seems to be like of the medicine you know, persuasion. Um, I taste carbonation. Do yeah, you? it's definitely seeing... I mean, I'm seeing bubbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm mm. seeing bubbles. Yeah, definitely lying. They're <laughs> false advertising. I mean, may- maybe they're saying the grapes are non-carbonated, but the drink is. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's tasty, you know? though. Maybe it's, it's natural carbonation. It tastes like so. what, like, grape Fanta wants to be. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, this is actually a good tasting soda. Well, my dad, my dad is right now, he's doing this right now back home on his back porch, but he cans uh, homemade grape juice every year. He's a little vineyard. What? In his backyard. And uh, he usually does, like, 300 to 400 quarts huh. of a homemade grape juice. And this year... Idaho, I guess, having a really good year because he's starting like a month early and getting all the neighbors grapes and uh, he's probably going to do like five to six hundred. But uh, this is what it kind of tastes like without the carbonation. Wow. Like there's, I mean, there's definitely some kind of carbonation. Yeah, something. Something's going on. Yeah. So I don't believe it. Don't believe us. Uh, go out, find yourself a red ribbon Pennsylvania yeah. punch. Give it a shot. You know. And we- tell us if you agree. Carbonated or not carbonated. 
And we like to start every episode with a drink because we think every road trip starts with a drink. It does. So, it, it truly does. Or know? or balloon trip. Yeah. So or balloon go. trip. <laughs> and uh, so uh, that's uh, a part of the fantastic knowledge that our uh, producer has provided for us is that yes. champagne after flight um, is like a thing, right? It's a... Yeah, it is. It started back at the uh, very beginning of ballooning. Ballooning started in France back in the 1790s. And the first flight, they, they sent up uh, a rooster, a chicken, and a duck. And uh, when the balloon landed, the farmers killed the animals and destroyed the balloons. So oh, really? <laughs> when, wow. they, when the, the French decided they were going to send another balloon up with people in it, um, they took a bottle of champagne to prove they were human because they were in wine country. And so that's how the story goes, and that's the tradition to today. We just take a bottle of champagne with us. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> so I, I just saw you take a swig. What are you drinking today? Iced tea. Iced tea. Oh, that's a good one. Is that out of a bottle? That uh, looks like a glass it's, bottle. It's a, it's oh, okay. Uh, I had a bad angle point, I guess. It looked like it was like glass bottle. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, oh they do it differently oh. in Pennsylvania. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, <they're>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looked like a small whiskey bottle. Yeah. And I was like, man, you're taking that straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he did it right as you said, like, yeah. oh, yeah. So drinking champagne is a tradition. And he's like, yep. <laughs> no, oh, awesome. Man. So, so J- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jake, my question would be is so you, if you don't know this, you started at a really young age in oh. ballooning. Yeah, yeah, I got my uh, my student license when I was 14 years old. And uh, it's the same for, for fixed wing or for balloons. You can get your student when you're 14, your commercial and your private when you're 16, and then your commercial when you're 18. And uh, so you just have to have training in between there and do tests with the FAA. And uh, that's what I did. So what, what got you started? I believe I said, Russ saw somewhere that you start your first ride was when you were three years old. Was yeah, it my grandfather. First my grandfather became a, a pilot back in '85, okay. and um, he has been doing it ever since. Uh, he's been full time ballooning for 20 years now. Uh, started back in the '90s, and so I've been around it my whole life. And uh, he started the the U.S. hot air balloon team, and we fly here in southeastern Pennsylvania, and we're one of the, we're the largest on the East Coast. So. Um, so Stan, Stan Hess, is that correct? Yeah, Stan Hess. Yeah, that's okay. my grandfather. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if there's a relation. He seems like a really cool guy. I did some research on him. Uh, yeah, he definitely I, is. He's done a lot of flying and a lot of different <laughs> places over the years. So it sounds like he, he's our type of guy traveling quite a bit. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, so yeah, so you guys are the largest on the East Coast. Uh, you have five locations in Pennsylvania. Is that correct? Yeah, we fly in Bucks County, which is on the border of New Jersey, then Chester County. Lancaster County is our biggest location. We fly over the Amish. People want to come see the Amish country, and it's a beautiful place to fly. And then Hershey is uh, – we fly over, like, Hershey Park. And then uh, Gettysburg, we fly over the battlefields. Very so cool. Five wow. different locations, all with their own unique uh, views. It's definitely it's – the southeastern PA is a great place to fly. Very yeah, cool. Not raining. Oh yeah, that's well, what I was gonna ask next. Was yeah. like, is this like the best place to do it? Because you guys. So uh, out, out west is uh, you know Phoenix, Arizona, Albuquerque, New Mexico. They'll have you know we might have we it's in, goes by flyable days, days of the year that are flyable. Oh. Well, normally we'll maybe have 150 days that are flyable out of the year. Out west they'll have uh, maybe 300. You know so, they'll probably have double. Wow. So we'll have, oh. we'll have 150 to 200. That desert down. Yeah, there. consistent air. I'm guessing yeah. right, and just like yeah, well. Yeah, it's not as it's not as windy there, right? Um, and you won't have the thunderstorms. Like it doesn't rain in the desert, so yeah. you don't have the rain keeping you down, and the, the <laughs> winds are just more consistent there. So one of the questions that that's one of the questions I had because uh, so I, I'm from Boise, Idaho, 
mm-hmm. um, and Boise has a pretty renowned uh, balloon festival. Yeah, that just happened like last week or the week before. Um, mm-hmm. That uh, like five o'clock in the morning, they all show up and 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 throughout my life, I, if it was like if you want to go hot air ballooning, it had to be like five in the morning. It seemed like is morning the best time? Is it because it's yes, the calmest? Absolutely. Or morning is the best time. We do we fly here generally throughout the year six a.m. and six p.m. are our launch times, but we okay. cancel the afternoon a lot more because the mm. the weather in the afternoon you'll get thunderstorms will pick up or the wind will pick up. Morning and afternoon are when you want to have when you want to fly because it's the calmest. And you don't have thermals like uh, the sun will heat the earth and create thermals, which is the wind just going like straight up and down. The wind will be going instead of sideways. The wind goes straight up and down. <laughs> That's what causes turbulence in planes. Um, okay. You'll feel that the wind like pushes you down or up. And it's the same thing in ballooning. And it happens more midday because the sun heats the earth at and heats different parts of it at different temperatures. So it creates like thermals going up and down. Wow. That's really cool. Well, and that, that brings me to another point. So uh, I guess two points. One. Have you ever been to Boise, Idaho, or what places have you been out west to uh, do some ballooning? I've been to Telluride, Colorado, uh, Aspen, Colorado. I was up in uh, Michigan. I forget what water something Waterloo. in Michigan. Um, I've been to New York and flown before Washington State, okay. um, Virginia, and then last year, last February, I went skiing and we did some flying in Austria. There was an event there oh, that we cool. did, and uh, when I was fourteen, we were there for in Switzerland. Oh, and very cool there as well. I bet Switzerland would be beautiful. Yeah, I yeah, bet they have like the Alps are Alps are great. Yeah, I bet they have seven flyable days there. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what the other question would be is. So I noticed that uh, at the same time, so Boise has their their balloon festival. Um, uh, uh, you brought up New Mexico. I know they had a balloon festival around the yeah, same time. It, it, it seems like it's in the fall period. Is there, uh, you know, that that end of summer? Or you know, beginning of fall is that kind of a the best time of year, or is that just festivals happening all year round? There's okay. really no rhyme or reason to it. Okay. I mean, all year round. Um, absolutely, we just had ours last week, and um, that's just because it coincides with another festival. So, generally, a, a if you're putting on a festival, you want to do it the best time when your area has the best weather. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I was gonna say that's probably the more likely is that like all of the places that you want a hot air balloon are the places you want to be in fall. Well, well that's where I was confused because Boise and like New Mexico they don't have very similar climates at all. So I'm just curious right. if, like, if it's a fall thing or what. Right. So so the other question is, um, how many people do you have at your festival? I mean, the ones well, I've been to, they've got like a hundred different balloons. It's insane. Well, we got everything. We actually didn't fly at all in the festival. It was a huge disappointment um, this oh, yeah. year. I did a lot to promote it that we haven't done in years past, and mm-hmm. I got we had 20 pilots in town um, here with us from all over the Northeast, and um, we had we had space for 75 passengers on Friday night, Saturday morning and afternoon, and Sunday morning and afternoon. So we had 375 passengers booked throughout the weekend, and unfortunately, we canceled all of them. Oh, that, so, that weather that, that came out of nowhere, right? <laughs> well, I mean, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just unfortunately, I mean, like it's been this weather. This year has been pretty bad for weather. Yeah. Um, we've done a bunch, we still have done about a lot of flying, but it's just been bad. And so, um, but all those people are able to reschedule into the next coming weeks or wait for next year. That's how our tickets work. You call, you book a ride, and if your flight's canceled due to weather, you just call us back and reschedule anytime in the future. Very cool. Wow, it sounds a lot easier than like dealing with Delta. When yeah, that exact same thing happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so go ahead and throw out like what what's a typical cost for a ride? Uh, how long are you up there? Um, and what do you experience as, as a passenger? 
Yeah, so you're um, in the air for about an hour, most of our flights. Sometimes we do cut a little short. Sometimes we fly a little long. Uh, just depends on what kind of landing spots we have. Since we don't land at airports, we have to go find somewhere to land. That's part of the adventure. You're joining us for – it's legitimately – we all know where we're going. We're going to go meet some new people and, like- <laughs> and land somewhere. That's funny. I was going to ask, like, so I know you're a pilot. So I don't want to. I don't want to offend you, but like, how much control do you have of where you go? Is it just pretty much you're controlling the landing and the takeoff and making right. sure that you don't get too low and that kind of stuff? Well, you're not going to offend me. You know, I'm a pilot in the smallest sense of the word. Okay. But, um, <laughs> it's a lot less training to be a commercial balloon pilot than a commercial airline pilot, so it's not going to hurt my feelings at all. Um, but yeah, no, we really we don't have any steering. We go where the wind takes us. The only thing we have is up and down. So that's why we can't fly when those thermals are coming are, yeah. are out because you don't want anything messing with your up and down. Yeah. Basically, you just fly along until you find somewhere nice to land and you come down. Um, so our, our typical flight will take off and we'll cruise up to about five thousand feet. We go to about a mile high, anywhere from three to five thousand, depending on the wind that day. Then for the second half of the flight, we come down and we fly along the trees. And we just fly along until we find something nice, and then uh, we will set down in a parking lot, driveway, whatever. Or we have a chase crew that follows us, and we can throw a rope down to them, and they'll pull us to where we want to go. Wow, that's incredible. I can't imagine doing this before GPS. I mean, like that sounds insane. <laughs> no, they they used to before GPS. They would um before GPS. If you got separated from your crew, you'd go. Um, the pilot would land somewhere, and he'd land the balloon and go into the house and he would call the office and say, hey, I'm at this address. Oh my gosh. The crew would do the same thing. They'd go find a payphone or something and they'd call the office and say, Hey, he's at this address. You go there. <laughs> that, That's that was, insane. That's funny because, uh, so and I told you, I grew up in the downtown, uh, kind of close to downtown Boise. My parents had an acre, so we had a big old pasture and, uh, there's at least three to five times, uh, growing up where, uh, there'd be a balloon hanging out in our pasture and they'd see us out working in the garden or whatever. And they'd be like, Hey, can we land here? And, uh, my dad was like, yeah, sure. So they would land there and then they asked to borrow a phone to call, <laughs> to call so that the truck could come, uh, come pick it up and they'd wrap everything up there in the field and everything. It, wow. That was back in the nineties. That's crazy. <laughs> much easier now we've got apps and stuff they can just follow our phone to where we're going right that's awesome right yeah i bet you know helps all your information sync to the cloud yeah (laughs) (laughs) good pun hot air balloon jokes (laughs) yeah right (laughs) bringing them out for this episode only folks so (laughs) you know uh and i I had shared this with cameron before uh a comedian uh was talking about uh uh hot air balloons and how you know he's a single guy and he thought it'd be really great to take a date on a hot air balloon. And he said it was really awkward once he realized he, he was like, this probably wasn't the best first date. Yeah. Cause he's on this date and it's him, his date. And then the balloon pilot, this <laughs> small basket, wicker basket. So <laughs> do you ever have any, have you ever had any of those awkward, the most, the most awkward experience I ever had. I showed up to the field and, um, this guy, I, I'm there with this. I'm, I was 20 years old and I showed up this couple there like 24, 25, and I start talking to him and I realize this is the first time they've met at six, it's 6 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> they're from like Tinder or Plenty of Fish or something. And they're meeting for the first time with oh, me. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so we take off. And normally I have the same questions that I ask like people like, what do you do? Where are you from? And uh, where'd you go to school? Whatever. And I'm asking the girl this, these questions and the guy's like, oh, really? That's interesting. <laughs> and so like, we're learning together. <laughs> 
That is awesome. Uh, and yeah, sometimes when we land, the basket will tip over in high wind. And oh, it just yeah. so happened it did. And like she landed on top of him, like when we, when we, oh, landed so we're there laying there in the basket together. Oh my uh, goodness. Can you imagine if she just ghosted him after that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we just spent an hour together yeah. in the most intimate. Like that was what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all. That's awesome. I mean, that's the ultimate third wheel. Right. <laughs> oh man. That's like to a I've new level. For engagements. So many engagements I've been there and he's down on his knee giving a speech and I'm just like, yeah, like <laughs> you need to build like a little box inside there that you can kind of like, hide oh, inside. Oh yeah, like a little seat. curtain. Or yeah, like a little curtain. Put a curtain rod in there. Talk to somebody or hear something, you just hit the burner. It's yeah, really loud. Right, <laughs> and then they can't can't hear what you're saying or. Whatever. So so during those proposals, have you ever messed with someone and like, uh, will you? <laughs> <laughs> pay a lot of money so i do my best to make it you know <laughs> yeah. as as best they can for them but that, so not during a proposal I'd say. that's why i'm not a pilot right so. <laughs> <laughs> no well that's awesome that's that's funny because i i can imagine um that's such a crazy idea I, I can imagine with like a regular date it would be weird you know if you're like trying to have like a romantic date and either the third person but on the first date i mean not knowing anything I pretty quickly you had to be going like okay this is weird they just met right <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. it was so weird I was like wait a second how do you you don't know each other like <laughs> <laughs> and like it's not like a gondola ride which I assume is like somewhat similar but like with gondolas you know everybody's facing forward there's yeah. like you know cityscape kind of going on around you it's not like you don't gondola ride in an empty river oh yeah you know so like I can't imagine being in this like basket where you get to free move and stuff like that but there's nothing well, like around you and that's what i'm always curious <laughs> is is kate okay, so the basket is huge but at the same time it's not right oh it's pretty small i mean here look i'll uh, i'll show you i'm sitting right on one here this is uh can you see that oh yeah oh, yeah that's a basket there that's one of so, our that's like a small that's basket pretty there. small yeah that's, how many people can you fit in one of those this one's like two that's like for couples only like a private flight okay gotcha. okay and that's what i was gonna say this dude the guy that did the the flight with me he um yeah, they, we have two kinds of flights: private flights or like shared rides. Where you the big you're the shared ride, you're in a basket with like ten people. Okay. A private flight is like four times the price. So you're talking like I think it was like uh, probably eight hundred bucks for him to do a private flight. Oh goodness! And okay. so not only did he like do the first date like this. He also like did it private, so it's just the two of them. Like <laughs> much better if he had done a shared ride with a bunch of other people, but no, he had to make it the three of us, which was fine with me, but it was just weird. That's, well, I, that would be so. That's the advice for you travelers it, out there. If you're doing a hot air balloon yeah. and it's your first date, go with the group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Like, there's nowhere to go. So if nowhere. it, get, I mean, it got awkward. Okay. Uh. <laughs> that's the. Th I mean, it's just that is so crazy. That takes a special kind of like thought process to be like, this will be a great idea. Yeah, well, I, you, you watch too many rom coms. Though, yeah, in the theory though, it, it's like, oh yeah, it'd be a great romantic activity, right? For right. a first date, you know, sure. take this girl, but maybe at least talk to her before. Not like, right. I mean, and that's yeah. I'm old school. Tinder and stuff didn't exist when I was a kid, right. so. <laughs> old man over here <laughs> but it didn't uh, exist when i was a kid either I know, you know i know <laughs> you're not talking to a 12 year old yeah. i mean it was around <laughs> when i was single so i guess like but it still was weird for me like i'm gonna go meet up with some weirdo well i imagine it, it was probably similar situations where it was like your parents hooking you up yeah you know so maybe it was the first time you'd meet some girl and it would be on a hot air balloon yeah i mean these things have been around <laughs> since the late 1700s yeah seriously <laughs> well and so one of the, the questions uh, I, I would also ask, so you've been to a lot of, of places. What mm -hmm. What's your favorite place? Like, where's your favorite place uh, far, as far as viewing from a hot air balloon? 
Oh, the Alps are crazy. That's a that's a that's a wild experience to go fly over the Alps, and uh, I mean the, the the mountains are huge, and it's definitely the most to see. But that's... I mean Lancaster County, otherwise, is probably my favorite for the um, Pennsylvania trips. It's just, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Probably my favorite when it comes to for passengers. They definitely have the best experience here. Um, you fly over cornfields and you get to talk to the Amish, and usually you can get some kids coming out to help pack up. You know, it's just it's that's... a it's an experience in Lancaster County, and it's definitely. But the Alps would have been my favorite. I, I, the Alps would be amazing. Yeah. I imagine well, the one it, thing that's cool about that over like a plane is a plane's like moving fast. Oh or, yeah, you know, a uh, hot air balloon. You're just kind of chilling, sure. around it. Uh, sure, you really get to take in the view. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and actually, on that point, um, does it uh, like now that I'm thinking about hot air balloons, does it like rub you wrong when um, people say like, oh, the Wright brothers invented flight? Because I mean, like clearly they didn't. I'm not that. It does not going to hurt my feelings. Like they're the first. They the first powered flight is usually so. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, but people I mean, people like to shrink that up, and it's like no hot air balloons been yeah. kicking it for a lot longer. Technically, the first flight in America was in uh, 17 what 1793 from in front of Independence Hall. Uh, they flew from there to Deptford, New Jersey. But, uh, you know, planes and balloons are obviously completely different. You can't True. steer. You can't. Uh, it's not for commercial use. It's I mean, it, for, besides for fun, it's not like a way to travel efficiently. So sure. that doesn't really. I'm going to make myself possibly sound really stupid here. <laughs> but it seems like somewhere in the last couple of months, because we actually had um, a reenactor for the Civil War era um, out of the Pennsylvania 28th Cavalry. Um, on mm-hmm. and we were talking and stuff. So we've done some stuff with Gettysburg um, and and Civil War talk and that kind of stuff. But it seems like I watched something or saw something where at one point hot air balloons were actually part of warfare during the yeah. Civil War. Is that realistic? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they were idiot. using it. I mean, <laughs> 60s, they definitely, I wouldn't have been in that balloon. There's no freaking way you would have got me up in that balloon. But yeah, they had them feathered. And they just go above the trees and like put them above the trees and, and look out. But yeah, there's yeah. they did it. I Seems feel like, like the cannons would be like easy target. Oh, yeah, you'd be the, the target for sure. Like <laughs> if you, you can see the enemy, they can see you. <laughs> right. So many rules, r- weird rules back then, as far as uh, you know, hey, oh, you have yeah. to walk in front of each other to shoot each other. Right, stuff, so. right, yeah. Back when they had like swords and stuff. <laughs> yeah, warfare was different back then. That's just crazy. I could not imagine. So I'm glad you cleared that up for me because I, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this and they're like, no, you're making this up. Yeah, um, I think uh, Lincoln, uh, the Union people, yeah. they had like a balloon team. Yeah, which is like I thought like somehow that was where the the like name you guys, of your company came from. Yeah, you guys were the uh, yeah, posterity. Yeah, of yeah this, like uh, <laughs> the the continued because I think like you know the uh, Union side had like eight or something balloons. It wasn't like a lot or anything like that. But like I, th- I feel like a potato gun could take down a, a hot air <laughs> yeah. balloon. So like. Not a, not a potato gun, but uh, <laughs> I think back then, old balloons, we use propane now, so we got propane tanks on board, but back in the day, they used to have like a campfire in the middle of the basket, and oh. that's what create, that's what created their lift. Gosh. And, yeah. So right now, if you shot at a basket right this is terrible, but if you shot at a basket right now, you could make it explode because it's propane, but uh, back then, I mean, I don't know what, what shooting it would have done other than killing the people in it, but it yeah. wouldn't have like crashes out of the sky right yeah. oh i see sure campfire in the middle that's the campfire in the middle of the balloon being shot at not for me well i didn't <laughs> say the campfire in the middle fire in the middle it's not like you can go like okay we're gonna create extra lift like it takes a minute for the fire to get oh. hotter so it's mm-hmm. like 
instant lift is like five minutes. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's still, even today, it's 30 seconds at least before you, if you put heat in the balloon, it's going to be a while till you feel the effects of it. So you definitely have to do it ahead of time. Wow. So wow. you can't jerk the balloon and can't jerk the wheel in a balloon. It's, uh, you have to be planning ahead of time and do it. You, if you need heat now, you had to put it in 30 seconds ago. So it wow. sounds like around the world in 180 days or 80 days. Uh huh. Took a little bit of liberties, yeah. With how hot air balloons, like it. Uh, seems travel. like it. Yeah, yeah. They did some crazy maneuvers, especially because <laughs> I don't know when that originally came out if they would have had propane. Yeah, maybe they were using fire. like helium or something yeah. crazy. <laughs> they got a little nutso in the early 1900s. Yeah, seriously. So, so have you uh you ever driven a blimp? I think there's only like five blimps ever. Yeah, no, I have not driven a blimp. Uh, nope, just just hot air balloons. I don't know if that's comparable at all, or if that's five blimps ever. It's like the similar. Goodyear it's in yeah. the same category according to the FAA. Lighter than air, something that you know it's it floats oh. instead of being like propelled by a motor. Lighter than air. That's interesting. So yeah, I, there's not that many blimps though. No, I I mean the only Goodyear, one I, ever, I think owns like four they, of them. Well, I think they probably have five of them over the. They've been doing it for like thirty years. Yeah, they've been. Monday Night Football. Time. I know. But, uh, and it's like, why? It's like tires and hot air balloons. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars. And they are filled with, like you said, like helium or hydrogen or something. That's the difference between a balloon. There's different kinds of balloons. There's hot air balloons and there's gas balloons. A gas mm-hmm. balloon is like a party balloon that you'll get. It's like a sealed thing that you fill with helium, and that's what makes your lift. But once the helium's gone, you're done. You're not, you know what I mean? You're not flying. So you have to reset every flight and refill it with, with helium. Whereas a hot air balloon, it's not a sealed thing. It's the bottom is open. You can look up in it. And so all you do is you just shoot hot air in it, and that's what fills it up and makes the heat. So but a, a gas balloon is – so they have the gas balloons one with the sandbags on it. So if you're flying okay. a gas balloon along, to go down, you let helium out. And then to go back up, you drop sandbags off, and that's what makes you go back up. Oh. Whereas it's not air balloon, you just put more heat in to go up. That that clears up so many questions I had. <laughs> oh, man, that is so, so helpful. So right before I moved out here. I was so curious about the sandbags. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, because I've, I've never seen those. It's like, just those, lower yeah. the heat. Why would you need to drop yeah. weight? Because there's <laughs> no heat in it, You're going to run out of weight eventually. <laughs> you got to go get those sandbags. Right before I moved out here, uh, they did a blimp in Boise. Oh. Um, at the minor league uh, baseball stadium, Boise Hawks. Uh, shout out to them, but uh, they you sit on the first baseline and you're just getting drilled by the sun. Oh. So um, what they did, or sorry, not th- third baseline. Sure. So what they did was they uh, did this huge giant blimp, filled it with helium, and hung it on top of the stadium <laughs> to use oh, it. So block. when yeah, so when the sun started coming down, it would hit it. It did not work very well. And by like <laughs> halfway through the season, that helium was like out, and it was oh yeah, no. Limp. Just but a the, sad dying yeah, balloon. Yeah, sad dying <laughs> balloon. But but going back to like hot air balloons. So everybody knows the hot air balloons that there's a basic balloon shape to them. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these festivals, I've seen some really funky shapes of balloons. So is yeah. is there a rhyme or reason of why that that typical balloon shape, or is it just kind of like well, it's just a standard, but you can do any shape you want. Well, yeah, the balloon the balloon shape that you see most of the time, like for passenger operations, that kind of like a teardrop shape. Mm-hmm. That's that is a that's the most efficient lift for for passengers. So that's the best way you're going to get to carry weight, and that's the point of those balloons. They're to, to carry weight and to to you know fly passengers. But those special shapes you see are meant to be pretty and cool to look at. 
but they're hard to fly. You, if you fly one of those, you're going to have to, you need a lot bigger space to land. The wind's going to hit it weird. You know, any wind will, and will spin it, do weird things. So that's why you see those special shapes at festivals, but it's rare that you'll see one flying, you know, out and about. The only one that I really see with any regularity is the, uh, one of the guys here locally has the America one, the U S flag balloon. Oh yeah. Just like a, a balloon. It's a big rectangle. Oh, wow. but if you think about it, the wind hits it weird. And so it's not something necessarily, you don't want to fly passengers in it on a regular basis. Gotcha. Oh, so the, yeah. Cause it's, cause it's flat out. So it's like a <laughs> sail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That sounds dangerous. If you went out on the wrong weather conditions, that's right. the other thing. I mean, the 1800s, you, you didn't have like good meteorology. You, you're just oh, no. going up there. You didn't know where you were going to go. You didn't know where you were going to land. You had to find a phone. That's craziness. I cannot yep. even believe people used to get into these things before well, they, we had technology. They, commercial ballooning didn't really start until like the 1960s at the earliest, mm, um, you know, okay. flying passengers on a regular basis. It was more of just a super elite thing. Um, if you were really, really rich or like Ben Franklin, who was interested for in it for science. Um, but that was until like 1960s when the 1960s, the first like modern balloon was built. Uh, oh, like the, when, when you think of like propane burners, the basket being the way it is, it was, it was pretty recent that everything started coming together. Oh, I feel like, I, I feel like, uh, you always see those like shows where they do like a flashback episode where it's like in the past or whatever. And there's always like fancy people riding around in hot air balloons. I feel like mm-hmm. you see it so much more in like <laughs> in media than it probably ever existed. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very, very limited. And I mean, it was more, less popular than having a car back in the 1800s. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, you know, right. nobody had balloons. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> everybody had balloons. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So um, I was reading here that a glass bottom balloon does yeah. exist. I was going to ask about that. Have you heard yeah, about that? I've heard of that. Yeah. A glass bottom. I mean, I, I think it'd be okay with that. We have one with a door in it. So I don't think a glass bottom would be any worse for me. Like a door yeah. on the bottom? No, a door yeah. on the side. Oh, we have a handicap yet. accessible basket. And so oh, you have to cool. climb over, but we have one with a door in it. So That's cool. I yeah, think I'm right, at the bottom. I was like, man. The glass floor. Yeah. <laughs> the glass floor would be pretty cool. I, I've been to uh, Willis Tower in Chicago. Uh, oh yeah like it has like a little cut out or pop out where you can just stand and you're like floating oh it's yeah cre- it's scary um but and they have that whole uh the in china they have an entire glass bridge that's yeah. like um, half a mile off the ground or something like that it's like oh, it's just crazy crazy long and apparently everybody freaked out with the glass bottom balloon but i and like i see videos all the time of people freaking out going across that bridge i think glass bottoms is just yeah. something that a lot of people are not comfortable with yeah <laughs> well and so i imagine like wet the midwest is not the best for ballooning and the only reason i said because when i lived in the midwest uh out in iowa like storms would roll in in like five minutes you wouldn't have time to get a balloon down i imagine you don't want you to be stuck. You got to be paying attention to the weather, and yeah. uh, on, a, you know, on a humid day, and it's hot out, you got to expect that there's a good chance of thunderstorms popping up. So yeah, you just be careful and watch the weather for sure closely. So, yeah. and I imagine, I guess, I didn't think about that too. Is when you're higher up, you can see farther in the distance to see if you know clouds are coming I, or not. Yeah, you can see the clouds forming. You can see what's what's going on a little further away. But uh, radar is your friend. You know, the Weather Channel app, the radar app. Right. That, that's pretty pretty good when it comes to. to yeah. 
That's, any red you see red on the radar you need to land <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so baffling to me about like doing that without this technology i mean it's just like it, it, just <laughs> knowing where you are in relation to the planet and yeah knowing what kind of storms are coming that's like that feels like two key things to just floating well i can i can see like real quickly going oh crud i'm over the ocean now what do i do <laughs> yeah oh right <laughs> yeah. yeah well you can see the ocean for coming from far away you'd have okay. plenty of time to be able to see we Get can down. almost see like here in lancaster county if you go to seven thousand feet you can see the chesapeake bay in philadelphia and oh really time you can see and in wintertime you can see new york city um oh, the outline wow. of it so i mean you have plenty of time to see the ocean coming up okay can that's you, crazy that's can you crazy. see the uh curvature of the earth uh, no, you've got to go a little higher than, than that. The highest we go here is about 10,000 feet. And oh, wow. if we have skydivers jumping out, we'll go to like 10,000 feet. For real? Skydivers? You do skydivers? Oh, balloons. That actually wow. sounds way less nerve-wracking. I could totally... It's way more nerve-wracking. Yeah, we it's closer to the ground. We experienced skydivers jump out, and they'll scream, and some of them won't even do it because it's just so different than a plane. In a plane, you're going 100 miles an hour already. If you're on a balloon at 10,000 feet, it's like standing on a building and jumping off. You're sitting there <laughs> talking to your friends like, okay, I'm going to go. And then they just like fall out. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, no I could way. be sitting there in a plane like you're sitting at the door and feeling the the air rushing like you're, you know, cheeks already. Yeah. yeah. But just standing there calm, collected, then, all right. Ah! Right. Yeah, but to imagine. me, like, the, the whole jumping out of the plane thing, I've seen a few videos of, like, uh, you know, that going poorly. Yeah. You know, or, like, people, like, uh, when they do skydiving and they try to land back into the plane. Yeah. Like, I don't know, something about, like, nothing else moving and then like then jumping that seems a lot less nerve-wracking but maybe i'm the only one my favorite <laughs> skydiving video is not like the cool like extreme sports ones it's a america's funniest home video uh submission of a grandma jumping out for like her 80 something birthday sure and her false te- false teeth came flying out oh no uh, mid-flight <laughs> she was tandem with some guy and all of a sudden you <laughs> false teeth go flying but uh anyway that's not here nor there but no, I mean that's my favorite. Uh, yeah, video but they don't prepare for that a lot. You know, they don't <laughs> say like, make sure you take out your teeth. teeth yeah, make sure you <laughs> use uh, extra polydent or whatever. To, right. Uh, <laughs> apply your your teeth. <laughs> um, I'm guessing you guys have like a. a oh, do you guys ever do like what flight attendants do? Like, please uh, keep your hands and feet uh, in the basket yeah, at all times. Before we take off, like there's ropes around here you can hold on to. And the main thing is just stay in the basket until I tell you to get out. Other than that, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it. Can you put your arms outside of the, like like this? Can you go like this with your arm? You can't. I'm flying out. along, but when we come in for a landing, I get everybody set up so that they're holding on. And in case we do tip over, I don't want their arms getting caught under the basket or something that like makes that. Sense. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, cool. I didn't even think about the landing because, I mean, like, once that balloon is, like, inflated, or uh, deflated. It's yeah. basically like, hopefully we got the you know the basket landed perfectly on the ground, or it's gonna. <laughs> <boop."> well, <laughs> and, you, your first flight was uh, when you were three years old. Is, uh, but you grew up in ballooning family. So, is there a? Uh, we're talking with a, a horse trainer earlier, and hmm. you know she said that we asked if there was like a, an age limit, and she's like, well, you know, t- anything below ten is is kind of rough for kids to get on a horse. Six and up is six, what we say. Six and up, okay. For shared rides, like when, when you're with other people, kids under six are usually screaming and crying, and they get bored after 15 minutes anyway. Yeah, so. exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah, I could see that. Do tablets work up that high? <laughs> <laughs> 
cell service sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I don't let people take tablets anymore. I had this one guy that brought the tab- an iPad along to take pictures. Uh-huh. And we're at 5,000 feet, and he's, like, leaning back outside the basket with his iPad over, like, the side. Oh, gosh. I think a cell phone hitting somebody in the head would be bad, but an iPad would go through a freaking roof. <laughs> yeah, <know>? for real. <laughs> Free iPad, though. Right. So, you know. Like, man, Santa's really uh, up in his game. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's shooting it through the house now. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, balloon flown on tether. Explain mm-hmm. what that is and what that's like. Uh, it's got to be like roped, right? Yeah. yeah it's tether. We use tether tether lines. Um, we actually use seatbelt material. Okay. Um, it's uh-huh. strong and it's easy to wrap up. So, we use we put do four. The four corners of the basket get tied down to, to big tent stakes or cars. And then you just go up and down 30 or 50 feet. Oh, 30 to 50 feet. Okay. That's I, that's what I was getting at was how long do you, like, uh, are your tethers usually? Like, <laughs> I, I can't imagine they're, you know, much more than 100 feet. Right, yeah, because <laughs> at a certain point, like, if it does go down, you're, you're, the rope's kind of useless. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I can find it close, this way. You're going to clothesline somebody. Yeah, exactly. Some car come across the street. Oh, man, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's Jeez. super awesome, super awesome. So, um you got you guys have those five locations uh they can go to uh us dot com uh to contact you guys uh to uh imagine they can schedule right there through the website yep. so mm-hmm. schedule right there through the website um and uh by doing so um you can have an experience that uh, like none other i'm sure yeah uh, seems very unique definitely one of the things on our bucket list yeah <laughs> bucket list oh oh yeah. our basket, basket list yes, yes. some <laughs> people call them bucket you guys ever call them buckets uh no we no. don't oh, but we, it's been it's been done okay okay so i'm not i'm not way off but yeah <laughs> oh man yeah i bet you get nothing but hot air balloon jokes oh seriously <laughs> but you heard them all do you ever get confused <laughs> when you if you ever tell somebody you're a balloonist, do they ever confuse you with a, you know, one of those animal balloon animals? Oh guys? yeah, I usually say a pilot. Pilot. Or a balloon okay. Pilot. <laughs> now, have you guys ever thought about that obvious synergy of hot balloon air balloons animals. with balloon animals? Yeah. If you I learn to make not. balloon animals, <laughs> you could be out there making balloon animals for their first date that they met on Tinder. Right. And uh, just enhance <laughs> that experience. And uh, you know, the benefit is if you drop it, it's not going to hurt anybody. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> We can no. make a special shape like, you know, that we were talking about the special shapes of vessels. That'd be a good one. Like a dog, like a, one, yeah. like make it into the, the shape of a, a balloon uh, animal. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or there, I'm sure it's been done, but like the uh, up house. You know, yes. that's what I want. Done. Yeah, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, that's did did the up house um, like did the movie up coming out? Did that help business hurt business? Didn't feel I it? don't know. I wasn't I wasn't in business at that point. So oh, right. <laughs> I was going to say that when that movie came out, you uh, what, what, 10 years old? <laughs> I don't know what I was. Not, it was a while. There's ago, no way it's been that long. <laughs> yeah. I have to yeah. look up when You'd that movie came out. You'd have to look up out. that date while we're talking here. Because I feel like that was only four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Four years ago. No, it was at least eight. Oh, no. At least eight. Oh no. Yeah. But uh no, that's that's awesome. So um release date two thousand nine. Oh, that was nine years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that where Told did you, that go? Eight. Yeah. Where did that time right? go? So <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. boy. That was a good show though. I like that. Yeah, it was a yeah. good movie. Good yeah. movie. It it was a gut punch at the first ten minutes though. That was oh. like they went back to Bambi yeah, for that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm buckled up. This better get somewhere good. <laughs> I think Doug was my favorite from that movie, though. The dog, mm. talking dog, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, squirrel. Um, but uh, but yeah, 
No. So one of the things about hot air balloons. So I think it's probably one of those things that people are always going, you know what? One day I want to go on a hot air balloon. Yeah. It's like that random, not like, I guess random, but it's like going to Paris. It's yeah. like everybody has it on that like, yeah. magical list that they keep. Yeah. So it's not a difficult situation to, I mean, you're not the only ones, uh, in this country that that offer hot air balloon rides so um yeah so so give us your best pitch of why somebody who's been thinking about it for a while should just make the call just do it um you know it's like nothing else it's a different experience it's every flight is different and you're gonna have a good time i i can almost guarantee it we've had <laughs> very few passengers that haven't had fun um it's it's a romantic thing if you want to bring your sweetheart out and do it um get engaged whatever celebrate a birthday but also um it's the best way in my opinion and our opinion here to, to tour the area you know you can't really see lancaster county you can't see how much farmland is here or the mm. battlefields you can't really take in the the battlefield without i think a balloon is the best way to do it because you can sit there and you can look at it and like you can see the surrounding area and it's also a good time even if you're just doing it for sightseeing it's still a lot of fun and our pilots are pretty personable and you get champagne afterwards well and it's (laughs) doing it at the the uh at gettysburg yeah you're gonna get a view that you know only a few people have ever gotten true uh you know because in the war right you'd be like battling (laughs) <laughs> right have you ever gone so i noticed that's one thing i noticed you like doing some other outdoor activities like hunting mm-hmm. uh fishing those type of things have you ever hunted from a balloon is that legal it's there's only one place that it's legal in the u.s and that's in texas <laughs> of course of course in texas uh, they made it legal in one county in texas uh to hunt hogs from a balloon because uh, they have such oh, a big oh, problem yeah, they have a huge problem with that they're hogs but uh, nowhere else everywhere else it's illegal they're willing to make anything that involves hunting hogs <laughs> yeah. legal there you know what though if, one place i'd want one place i'd want to have illegal is in florida in the everglades because oh. they have the they have the uh burmese uh, uh pythons that are sure. overtaking the everglades sure. um they said there's over a hundred thousand burmese i just read an article last week Hundred thousand Burmese pythons in the Everglades, and so like and that's not they're going just begging, anywhere. They're, they're paying people to, but that's the only place I want to shoot one of those from is a balloon. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they, they say they get up to twenty feet long. Man, that's insane. How do you see them though? You can't even use thermal. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they got you on that. Yeah, for real. Um, I, I'm surprised it's not. I mean, because I know helicopter hunting is legal in um, Alaska and stuff. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, if they're like, well, I, if you're willing to do it, why I'm not? I'm surprised it's only one county in Texas because I can imagine like well, Wyoming. It's there's too many. It's too populated here, especially in like in, in this area. Oh, that's I mean, point. you're flying along and you don't know whose property you're over. You know, it's just like it's poaching at that point if you're flying along here and you don't know whose farm it is or whatever. You can't just make it like you know go shoot all over the place. You wow. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not no, totally. Property. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Safety, huh? Who yeah. Would it? That's why I figured like <laughs> Wyoming or. Uh, you know, even Idaho, yeah, places like that, Dakota, one of those flyovers. I didn't, I didn't really know what I've heard of a tree stand, but I didn't know what a tree stand was until I came out here. Oh, right, because um, <laughs> Idaho, you you actually like stock your game. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, you get a lot of hiking. classic Idaho hunter elitist. <laughs> the funny part is, is, I'm not even a hunter. So <laughs> I just have a lot of friends who are. So, but yeah, so uh, hunting, fishing. Uh, do you travel as much as your grandpa does? Uh, he's he's definitely more of a world traveler. This one. I just got married and bought a house, so I'm just kind of yeah. staying here for now and uh, 
Nice. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, very much. Congratulations. So does so does he take a balloon with him everywhere he goes? <laughs> no, he doesn't usually. Like when he went over to Israel, there was somebody there that had a balloon. Okay. Um, hey, how does that fit and carry on? <laughs> I got all of our balloons booked with passengers. So. Gotcha. Oh, there you go. Gotcha. Well, I was going to say, how do you travel with one of those? I mean, I, I mean trailer, we have all of our balloons and trailers. They all have their own, uh, okay. like, closed trailer that we keep everything in. Does it basically all fit into the basket? Um, not really. Uh, the, like, especially the big ones, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes with it. The burners um, are delicate, so we hang them up in the in the basket. And then there's fans that you use to blow it up. So, mm. I mean, maybe you could squeeze it in there, but we don't. We just put it all in a big trailer. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. Awesome. I kind of thought it was like, oh, I bet it's super compact. But yeah, then I was like, oh, well, it's actually a like ones, a little one, like a small basket, like the one I showed you. Would you could probably put it all together, but. Huh. That's very nice. That's awesome. Well, we're not too far from Lancaster County. No, we're not. So we might have to figure out a way for us to come up and uh, take a ride. And yeah. we can uh, do a podcast in the air. Let's yeah, that. has that Let's ever been it. done? Let's do it. Has I, that ever been? Done? I don't know. Maybe we could do like a Guinness thing and uh, <laughs> do a podcast from a balloon. Um, yeah. So that would be that would be a good time. Um, the uh, yeah. Well, awesome. I, I appreciate you taking the time, Jake, and coming on and talking uh, hot air balloons with us because it, it it is literally one of those things that uh, I grew up seeing. Like I said, we had them land in our backyard. We got to meet some people. Yeah, that's crazy to real me. Real quickly uh, and that kind of stuff. But I don't uh, think I've ever them. been in proximity to a hot air balloon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, like really? obviously, I know what they are. And yeah, I've like seen in, them, in the but... festivals, you can go and like touch the baskets and hang out and that kind of stuff. And um, but uh, yeah, we, we we were you know we as kids helped uh pull stuff and that kind of stuff when they were landing in our backyard and everything but it's always been one of those things like that would be fun um and i'm a, I'm a little afraid of heights uh and uh you know i think uh you know, that's I, you know the height sensation is you don't get a height sensation in a balloon oh really uh, you take off if you would be to close your eyes and you take off you wouldn't even know you're flying um really? it's just oh. people are shocked at how much they don't feel it's more of a lack of a sensation in a balloon than anything because you don't feel oh. yourself going up or down it's not like you're being sucked into the seat in a plane yeah it's very and when you're up there it's not like you're standing on the edge of a building either because it's gradual mm-hmm. and also like the basket you just feel secure in a basket no one's ever made me land in the thousands of passengers that i've flown no one's ever been that freaked out okay um, nice that's very cool yeah i'm getting um, now that i'm thinking about it, it's probably probably like a elevator you know you don't really feel yourself mm-hmm. going from floor some to floor of those elevators are pretty fast some of them and yeah you get the butterfly f- the effect uh, if you go into those like 80 floor buildings <laughs> yeah, like, yeah and you go one one to 80 yeah oh yeah you're getting up there <laughs> i heard a clicking. story i heard a story once of a, a kid a guy who took his kid on a business trip uh to new york and they went in one of those elevators where you go up and sure and he, he's sitting there and it's going up so fast and his, his son got like grabbed his hand and says, dad, does God know we're coming? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If a kid started like a hot air balloon uh, ride with that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, Jeez. well, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on and taking yeah. the time, teaching us some dropping facts. in. Yes. Um, <laughs> last, and last joke. I dropping, promise. Yeah. Drop, <laughs> dropping in. Um, uh, I guess we could finish up. Have you ever jumped out of a hot air balloon? Oh, I jumped out of a plane. I haven't jumped out of a hot air balloon. Okay. Wait, that doesn't um, seem right. We, yeah. only do, we, only, we only have experienced people jump out like instructors and stuff. You have okay. to have over a hundred jumps. Gotcha. And we don't usually so I just I haven't jumped out yet. Yeah, oh, cool. I there can cool. understand that. Yeah, no, that I get that sense. for sure. 
Yeah, Sunday, do, though. I'll do it Sunday. It's yes. not a lot of time. It's, it's on your list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Well, Man, even the hot air balloon guy has yeah, a bucket list. <laughs> Everybody has one. Um, but yeah, so just a quick reminder for those listening, uh, you can go to ushotairballoon.com, uh, check out all the things they offer, um, and also uh, learn more about Jake and his family and the things they uh, do and how, I mean, I believe you got a couple of pilots in the family. Yeah. Yeah, we got a couple of pilots, and then uh, we also have a storefront. I'm sitting in our store here in Lancaster County. We got a full office staff, so stop by and see our store here. We've got a t-shirts, hats, and book a ride. Awesome, very yeah. cool. And and uh, the that you know up there in Lancaster County, there's a lot of cool stuff to see. So uh, it's not just a go ride a hot air balloon. And that's it. You go up there, you ride a hot air balloon and see everything. And then I want to go there. I want to go there and go check out all yeah. the different uh, sites and things that you see. Uh, you can spend easily spend a day or two up there. So. Right. And if you're not willing to make a drive and you're not local, I'm sure there's a hot air balloon somewhere near you. Yes. Unless you're in like some cold, like <laughs> well, horrible and, climate. And if you haven't seen one of the festivals, I, I encourage uh, everybody to go out and find like yeah, uh, those are really pretty. There's so many festivals outside uh of just pennsylvania uh all over that you can find one uh and it's worth an hour drive to go definitely. check out one of the festivals definitely yes is it early in the morning yes it is but get some good breakfast uh and go hang out yeah. and i mean that golden really hour cool uh, we've talked to enough photographers to know that that's the time to be taking oh, pictures so. well and when they do the festival like in boise they all take off at the same time and some of the coolest pictures ever when you have a hundred balloons taking off at the same time right. with the mountains in the background. So it's insane. One yeah. last question on that before uh, we let you go. Uh, how do they not bump into each other? They can. Balloons kiss. That's what it's called. The, oh. the fabric and touch. It's not a big deal. So it's just kind of like, doot, and then... Yep, yep. That's Very it. Cool. Mm-hmm. You wow. just kind of touch. That's this awesome. is the perfect mode of transportation. If right? only you could control where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a very efficient way to travel, but boy, is it fun. That's awesome. <laughs> That's well, a good one. Cool. We'll, we'll have to follow up with you to check yeah, it out. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Jake, for joining us. And uh, remember to go check out the post, see all the things that uh, on com. That was a fun interview. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jake, for coming on appreciate it and i uh, look forward to talking to you soon yeah um, hopefully in the air next yeah, time hopefully in the air speaking podcast of, from a balloon yeah that would be really cool right speaking of the air uh we have our other sponsor solicity, solicity cloud, cloud. Oh, nice got it on the exact same time right <laughs> yeah <laughs> jinx um, <laughs> oh, <come> on, jinx. <laughs> um, <laughs> jinx oh man can you imagine that's, jinxing somebody on a podcast that's and being my, like well, yeah you, you can't say anything stop <laughs> stop that's for, that's for my kids back home they, <laughs> there you go jinx every time every and they'll time. like get me to like hey ren Say pizza, and I'll like pizza, and they'll say the same time. Oh. Jinx! Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> That's entrapment. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, against the laws. That's a good life lesson, right against, there. Against the laws of jinx. Yeah. But yeah, solicitycloud.com. Oh, right. Of course. Uh, they are all-around solution. In fact, they were the solution for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to make you a new website or improve your current website. They're going to get you higher on those Google rankings. Ooh, um, ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, what? Didn't they just do an update? another update on our website they have it's in the works and you should see it live this week yeah it's so, coming to you people and it is this one's pretty big i know I mean, the other one was big yeah this one's just as big i know like, it feels like everything's all new again and it's, yeah and the cool thing is it is they changed it and they made it really cool and then on top of that they're like let's make it even cooler right. and so 
they've added some bells and whistles yeah. I think you guys will like. Absolutely. And they've been helping us with SEO, trying to trying to make sure that when you search podcast, we're the only thing you see. Yes. Uh, it's an uphill battle, but we're getting there. <laughs> and with that update, they're actually offering to our guests. Yes. To our website. Yes. $100 off. Yes. Your and web design. There will be a promo code on the site with that, uh, you know, I guess coupon, that yeah, discount. Yeah, coupon. Yeah. It looks like a coupon. Yeah. Call it a coupon. Yeah. It's an yeah. e-coupon. Yeah. <laughs> so that code is for Gone Tribbin. Yeah. So use it. Yeah. Save yourself a hundred bucks. Get yourself a slamming cool website. Slamming. Slamming. Not even slamming cool. Functional. Very functional. Um, website. And direct. Gonna, yeah. Direct. Um, and that just basically by being so clean mm-hmm. is going to get you right up there in your SEO without having to do anything else. Yeah. Absolutely. If you so choose. So, yeah. Yeah. SolicityCloud. SolicityCloud.com if you're looking for a website, if you just cannot wait for that coupon. But keep an eye on our Instagram. We'll let you know when that uh, that new site goes live and you'll be able to get that coupon. Exactly. Get your coupon on. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, really fun interview. We we're talking about uh, possibly doing a podcast in the air. Yeah. I, That'll be coming. You know, I tried to do some cursory searches online. I can't find anybody claiming to be the first to do well, it. Well, let's, so let's we get might it done. Be the first. Yeah, for sure. That would be amazing. Yeah. So you might have bonus footage coming up here. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm really excited. Like the hot air balloon thing, like I said uh, in the interview, I grew up where we had multiple hot air balloons land in yeah. my backyard. That's so crazy to me. And and I, I was like I was I like eight eight to twelve years old, like during those times when right. they would land there. And um That's crazy. They're just they're really interesting. They're really interesting. Yeah. And I love how he was like, Yeah, I'm a pilot in the and I can't remember exactly how he said it, in like the simplest terms of like the word pilot. Like yeah. I go up and I go down and then the wind <laughs> takes us wherever we go I from know. there. I, love like, I don't have any real control. Like, and honestly, I, th- I think that a lot more people need to have that general like feeling in life, yeah. you know, because there's so many things in life that are yeah. like that. We have so many choices, but generally our choices are just altitude, not yeah. direction or speed. <laughs> totally true. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, so I think he has a great outlook. I mean, he's younger than me and I feel like he's already leagues ahead because he has this experience of just he, letting the wind take him. Well, literally. he just got married, so it's going to help him out. True. That, and That's that true. never That's for sure. True. That Jeez. kind of attitude. I hope EJ doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'll tell you what, like, and what you said is so true because I never in my wildest dreams imagined that I would live anywhere but Idaho. Um, oh yeah, and I mean, as far as like, well, if, and if you talk to you now, you don't. <laughs> I know. I still, my heart's in Idaho. No, I I like Pennsylvania. I like where I live. Yeah. Um, but I just like it's just one of those things where probably at least once a week I'll be like sitting in my bedroom or I'll be driving somewhere and I'll always like, whoa, I live in Pennsylvania. Oh, I know. Who right? would have thought? Like, I know. Even for me, I mean, I didn't move very far from Virginia to Maryland, but Maryland was always that state that you barely pass through when yeah. going up to New York. I never thought I'd be staying for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got a buddy uh, that texted me last night, and we saw him in Iowa uh-huh. um, on our way out here when we were driving out here, and I hadn't seen him for probably, oh, man, six or seven years at least. And it was like one time <clears throat> when he was home visiting family. And uh, so we stopped by and, and talked to him, and uh, they... He, he was living in the Quad Cities in Iowa, in uh, Davenport. And I don't know if you've ever been to Iowa. No, I haven't. It's no. it's 
kind of like Idaho <laughs> farming area. Sure. Quad Cities is pretty big, but it's not like Chicago at all. Right. So um, anyway, he was telling us that he they might be moving. So last night we were texting back and forth, and they moved to Miami. Oh, I mean, that's quite a change. Yeah, like that's like, <laughs> it's like whoa, that is a huge seriously huge step from like cornfields to Miami. Right. <laughs> like, Jeez. Yeah. So a lot of clubbing and stuff, but but right. yeah. So it it, it it's kind of funny because uh, you know he I, like how's the East Coast treating you? And I was like, you know, it's going good. Yeah. Um, just, it's weird being so far away from home yeah. and you just got yourself farther away. So good luck. But, uh, yeah. And that one's weird too. Cause I mean like Florida, it driving out of Florida, it doesn't f- seem like it'll take forever, but it's like a 10 out from like the, w- the bottom to the top. It's like yeah. 10 hours. It's a crazy distance. It's super. And crazy. then, then the country starts. I mean, yeah, like, right. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like this little thing sticking out. I there. know. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a little, uh, and so many people live there. I mean, yeah, an insane amount of people live there. So many people live there, which is crazy. Um, good news. Uh, and good news and bad news. Good uh-huh. news. Uh, you know, we talked about, uh, hurricane Florence. And oh yeah. Things are on by the time it hit land. Like it quickly went to a tropical storm. Right. Um, and so it definitely was lesser, uh, but there's still, you know, some casualties and things that happen there. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, but, but you know, the response I think has been good so far. Um, and, and it's really good to know that, uh, that they were able to learn right. from some of the mistakes Absolutely. before. Um, and that, uh, but they definitely were helped out by the weather kind of calming down. Cause yeah, I mean, it did a lot of damage, but could you imagine if it was a Category Four, Hidden like it land. was, like I it mean, was predicting? That would have been Whew. outrageous. Yeah, our, I mean, probably, like, the Outer Banks probably wouldn't exist anymore. Like, it, I mean, <laughs> Category Four, that is land changing, mm-hmm. kind of. I mean, it, the rivers would be different. You'd have to redraw maps. Yeah, I mean, it would be crazy. Yeah. So absolutely so, insane. You know, uh, yeah, I was very happy to hear that it it settled down. And yeah. living in Virginia, that's usually what happens with hurricanes. Right. Um, Florida, Louisiana, they usually get hit by, it's like, this is what we're predicting. And then it's exactly what happens. Yeah. Something with uh, the, um, the ocean and the, I get the jet stream or something. Yeah. Every once in a while we'll have these like crazy bad hurricanes that drop off as soon as they get near us. Which it's got to be, very lucky. you know, you're right there on the verge of cold ocean and warm ocean. Yeah. Something, so probably something weird happens. Has something to do with it. But yeah, so, uh, you know, our prayers are with uh, those down there. Um, we appreciate the efforts of all those who are down there. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm actually excited. We got a uh, an email uh, from uh, my church that uh, was like, hey, uh, be ready because we're going to be sending people down to help out. So they're oh. asking me to go down there. I might go into, I might be going to North Carolina to help out. Wow. That'd be awesome. My church. So that would be fun. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, and I was, I was really happy this time around that, um, the, the, the local government said, uh, okay, it's not going to be safe. And they said, get out. And they gave everybody enough time and it, it seemed to be a much better process this time around. Yeah. And it's, there were some who didn't listen. Sure. But, and it's like, man, be safe. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's better to be safer than sorry. Right. I'm not going to be one of those guys that says listen to your government always, no. but when it comes to like storm listen to your safety, heart. yeah, like, <laughs> listen listen to the wind. <laughs> I, I'm one of those. I wouldn't have to hear that. I'd have to just be like the Weather Channel said it was okay. But that was funny. Did you see over the weekend the Weather Channel? Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Do you see the one that was crazy? It was like making its rounds. It was like the, that guy, the guy was sitting there shaking, and then the two dudes, <laughs> yes. in basketball shorts and sneakers, yes. walking behind him, not even like budging. No, like, everybody's fine. <laughs> and he's just rocking. Yeah. My favorite is whenever like it's super. It's a super popular video, but it's um this newscaster and she's like in a canoe, <laughs> and then like people walk by and she's in like. <laughs> 
probably calf, two feet calf level no, yeah. even less than two feet it was like inches yeah it was nothing it was absolutely nothing that's hilarious oh <laughs> yeah no i i'm uh I, I, I'm just glad that the uh, majority of people listen and got out. And I think that yeah. definitely helps. I mean, that, and that's the thing it helps with the casualty, but it also helps with, um, you know, people that are there to rescue, right? Rescue I efforts. Mean, absolutely. The, the less people they have to worry about rescuing, sure. the better sure. for that. Like they're going to get the people sooner. They're going to be able to evacuate them easier. They're going to know, you know, like, okay, there's not, you know, 5,000 people we have to find in here. There's only right, right. 150. That's more manageable to right. find an area. And when so. it's big numbers like that, you, you have to then like start thinking about priorities. Like, yeah. okay, we need to get you know, like the young and old out of here. We need to get like the exactly. hospital needs to get cleared. I mean, like there's so many things that those first responding people to those areas have to worry about and yeah. to like help them out and just go stay at a friend's for a little bit, you know, make it yeah. an event too. I mean, make it a trip. Well, there was the just one guy you have to evacuate. Boat. Did you hear about that? Got on his boat. Fifty-three year old spent the whole storm on his boat. I mean, that's in North Carolina, and he he's like, I slept most of the time. Apparently, that's like the right way to do it because it's like, uh, I I was listening to um a podcast and they were talking about digging tunnels in yeah. L A as a solution to um traffic. Yeah, and they're like, well, what about the earthquakes? It's going to be horrible. And it was like, no, 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 earthquakes are only problem at the top. Yeah, you know, you're fine underneath the ground in general. Really, and it's the same kind of thing with like. Uh, tsunamis and um, hurricanes and stuff like that a lot of people assume like oh um, it's really bad if you're out in the water but like tsunamis and stuff a lot of people didn't even notice there was a tsunami yeah Yeah. and they were like only a mile out yeah that's crazy (laughs) yeah so there's like weird rules and stuff there needs to be a lot better education with with the ocean disasters you get out there the ocean's already doing this yeah it's it's already got big waves it's just it has a place to displace it's when it conks into land right that all of a sudden it's like okay exactly it it starts roping up and getting bigger and bigger yeah you don't want to you don't want to be underneath the water that's really (laughs) you're trying to avoid yeah but at the same time, I bet you if you're like, uh, you know, coming with a, a, the big waves and things, mm-hmm. if you're 50 feet underwater, you're probably feeling nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Being under so, the water, you probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, get your subs out, guys. Yeah. Uh, get, get your boats. A <laughs> uh, hot air balloon probably wouldn't be the best option. Uh, yeah. Probably. For, well, it would probably just hurricane. blow you and you end up in Kansas. Right. Or yeah. suck you in. That's what I'm worried Actually, about. Actually, Oz is where you'd end up, right? Right. Exactly. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> but she was in a house, so exactly. I don't know if like being able to fly is a part of the vehicle getting to Oz. Yeah, I know. You know, they sure. just grabbed the whole house and then <laughs> that movie slammed still, it on some lady. That movie still scares the crud out of me. <laughs> it's um, because I think mostly with old movies like that, like the the all the actors looked a lot scarier because makeup and stuff oh, like that yeah. wasn't as advanced. So it's like the lion looks really scary the, the whole thing is just creepy to me yeah it, yeah that's a better it, it's scary creepy. isn't the right word yeah, it's creepy. creepy like the flying monkeys are super creepy yeah and if you made that movie now they probably wouldn't be like creepy they'd probably be more like mischievous that that witch oh, wicked, oh. wicked witch of the east especially when she, she melts. haunted me till i was at least 16 Her, the scream that she lets out when she's melting is yeah. horrific yeah she's like i'm I, I won't even do it in the mic because had, that would be too much. I had multiple dreams growing <laughs> up that she came into my house and I was the only one left mm. and I was like hiding in different spots in my Ooh. house and she was finding me. Oh, wow. But I also had the same type of dreams with um, the Mickey Mouse uh, cartoon um, uh, the, where he takes on the giant. You know what I'm talking about? And he's like, I killed five flies in one swat or whatever. And then it gets around the... 
the countryside. It's back like when there's a king and stuff in uh, uh, Mickey Mouse. I'll have to look. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Anyway, you have to look that one up. Yeah, but uh, I, <laughs> I watched it with the kids uh, a couple oh, of months nice. ago. Oh, um, you had nightmares recently about no, that. Oh, no, okay. I, but when I was when I was younger, I would have. I thought you were saying part, like when I was a kid, I would have nightmares about Oz. Yeah. And now that I'm an adult, well, I have nightmares about Mickey Mouse. Well, <laughs> Mickey Mickey had to take on this giant because he killed five flies, and it turned out to recover five giants. And oh. so the king's like, "Well, you've got to take on the giant." He's like, "No, no, no!" And then, of course, he had a princess, which was Minnie, and she kissed him, and so he's like, "I'm going to do this, okay?" So he <laughs> goes and. He's running away from the giant, and, like the giant's like picking up houses and ripping it in half, and like looking for him. And like I had this dream where like the oh. giant picked up this. Oh, Man. I'm pretty sure I may have went to bed that night. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. Yeah. So. Man, I was at least twelve. So um, when I was <laughs> twelve, when I was really young, I saw Jumanji, and that movie messed me up because there's that scene where they sink into the ground, and then giant spiders come into the basement or whatever. That messed me up, man. So I haven't seen that the first Jumanji. Oh, man. But I've seen the second one. The second one is good. The second one's a lot more know. tame. Yeah, I don't know if I could watch the first one. That's, the first one's rough. Yeah. And it's got Robin Williams in it, though, so it's a treat. But yeah. it's it, it's pretty rough. It looked like it had a lot more going on. Yeah. It's um, like what I was mentioning second. earlier. Like, because the CGI is so much creepier, they had to just, like, make physical effects. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that. So yeah. it was like these giant spiders coming at you. <laughs> Whereas now, if they made the movie, they'd probably make it small spiders and you're cr- they're crawling all over you. Exactly. Which I would be fine with. That That's nature. Yeah. That's not giant spiders. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just did, like, four movie references in a row there. So. True. True. We got them all. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know if we had too many in the. There's not too many uh, uh, like hot air balloon yeah. movies. They can always check the post and find out how many we had in the uh, of interview. Of course. Yeah. There's always a nice list. Yeah, so, well, no. Um, we need to do a Gone Trip and Podcast movie challenge where you watch all the movies we reference. Seriously. Well, <laughs> and I can't remember if I mentioned it on the air or not, but Gator. Oh, yeah? Is on, I think I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's on yeah. Amazon Prime, right? Amazon Prime. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. So I need to do that. There you the go. Next, next week or so. Kurt Reynolds. So, yeah. You got to um, wa- wait for the kids to be out, though, because I cannot remember if that's child appropriate. Oh, I watched they, it when I was a kid. If there's if there's actual human beings in it, they have a hard time watching it right now. So, oh, yeah. They're cartoon. That's, fair. that's fair. cartoon. I got them. I introduced them to Little Rascals, uh, and nice. they liked that one, nice. but that was all kids. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, they won't be watching Gator with me. Okay. So, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But, uh, but yeah. No, yeah. good times. Good episode. Well, thank you guys for coming in. Yeah. Um, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, go out and get yourself a Pennsylvania punch. Oh yeah, um, that was actually really tasty. Lightly carbonated. Yeah, definitely <laughs> um, not not carbonated. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a uh, a Martinelli's type of a, a yeah. drink. Um, the Martinelli's you know apple cider that you get for New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, if you have any questions, hit us up. Yeah, hit us Make up. Make sure anytime. you check out our sponsors. Um and uh, keep an keep eye listening. out for the new uh the new website too yeah. this week. Share us with your friends. Yeah, share us with your friends because traveling is better done with friends, and so is podcasting. Yeah, you know, Ural did uh, share the chair. Mm-hmm. We yeah. should do uh, you know share, share the, the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> share the show with yeah uh, share the show. That's a yeah, good one. Share you with your friends and uh, yeah, just let them know how much of a delight we are. Yeah. Yeah, we love hearing about ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, of course, peace be the journey.
Trippin' my wagoneer and I Gone trippin', readin' the road signs Gone trippin', one playlist at a time Gone trippin', odometer's tickin' My Mountain Dew and a Red Bull sippin' I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sittin' home wishin' Cause I, I, I am gone